Welcome to Leadership Factory, where we are building strong leaders with purpose. I am Cole Phillips, and I will be your guide for the next few minutes as we grow together on this leadership journey that we're on. And I've found it's a lifelong journey. You never get to the point where you arrive or you can just coast, unfortunately, but that keeps it fresh, too. Now, today is called Start with the Heart, because that's where leadership starts, In the book, Great Leadership Changes Everything by Tim Irwin, he writes about the importance of having a strong core. And I agree with him. When I went into the gym several years ago for a fitness assessment, the trainer said, Cole, you have a very weak core. (laughs) The word core includes all of your midsection muscles. They stabilize your whole body. They're necessary for your strength and your coordinated movement. And athletes in just about every field focus on developing their core muscles because it makes them so much better at their sport. And when you look at leaders, you can see they don't usually fail because they lack competence. Competence is important, but it's not enough. You also have to have a strong core. And when our core is strong and healthy, we are real, we are humble, we can be trusted. When our core is damaged or deficient, that's when we get prideful, puffed up, self-serving, and insecure. And no matter how skilled your style is or how effective your strategy is, every failed leader has a broken core. That's why we've got to start strengthening our heart Last week, we started talking about the heart of a leader, and we looked at the first five qualities. If you have not yet gone back to listen to last week's podcast, I would really encourage that you listen to that, those first five. They're so important. But number six is this. A leader has a vital, life-changing message for a lost world. You cannot separate the leader from the message. We are the embodiment of the message that we're trying to share. Colossians 1.27 says, For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing His glory. So our lives should be reflections of Jesus in our lives. Do people see Jesus when they look at you? Remember, you may be the only Bible that some people ever read. You may be the only Jesus that some people ever meet. So what is your life message? I believe that we all need massive doses of hope to cope. And as leaders, we are dealers of hope for a world that is desperately in need of hope. A hopeless world. But where do we find that hope? Jesus is the source of our hope. And so we need to ask ourselves as leaders, how are we sharing that message of the hope of Jesus with our world? Then the seventh quality is this. A leader has a faith that expects results. I like to say this. Faith is free. You can have as much faith as you choose to have. You can exercise as much faith as you want. Hebrews 11.6 says it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists 
and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It is impossible to please God as a leader and as a follower of Jesus without faith. That means stepping up to do some big things. I like to say that I want to do something so big for God that it's bound to fail unless God comes through in a big way. Faith is what keeps us moving forward into the future. It keeps us risking big things. And remember, you're not a failure until you give up. You can keep on trusting God even when you can't see it happening, believing that God is still at work. You know, prayer and faith go hand in hand to see purpose fulfilled. So a question we should ask ourselves is, do you expect results when you pray? Do you expect God to do something when you pray? And how confident are you that God will use you to accomplish His will? How much do you believe in the call that God has placed on your life and the purpose that He's put into your life? Um, And one way to build that faith in your life is to just look into the promises of God in His Word. There's so many promises in the Bible, and we can claim those and believe that God is as good as His Word. Now, the eighth quality of a leader's heart is this. A leader chooses to serve in attitude and action. We like to say we're saved to serve, or we say it sometimes this way, saved people serve people. And as we think about serving we have to think about Jesus as our example because he came to serve others. Matthew 20, 28 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus could have come and had everyone wait on him hand and foot. Instead, he picked up the towel. He wrapped it around his waist. He began to wash feet. And in doing so, he elevated the act of service to a place of honor. It is an honor to get to serve others. People ask, how do you know if you're really a servant, if you really have a servant's heart? And my question back to them is, well, how do you feel when people treat you like a servant? Do you get offended or do you wear that as a badge of honor? So ask yourself, how am I serving regularly? In what ways am I serving others in a selfless way, in the way that Jesus served others? And then the ninth quality of a leader's heart is this. A leader sees themselves as God sees them. I'm talking about true humility. And what that means is not seeing yourself as better than you are, not seeing yourself as worse than you are, but just simply seeing yourself as God sees you. Um, Not better, not worse. In fact, Philippians 2.3 says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. You're not trying to make yourself look better as a leader. You're trying to help people see Jesus. Where we get caught up is when we begin to play the comparison game, where we start comparing ourselves to others and their position and their skills and their looks or their uh, income all of these things, let me tell you, that is a trap. And the reason it's a trap is because you're always going to find somebody who's doing better than you, and you're going to find somebody who's doing worse than you. If you see someone who's doing better off than you, then you feel uh, less than. You feel like a loser. And, oh, if only I could be as good as them. If only I could do what they're doing. But when you see somebody that you're doing better than, 
then you begin to feel puffed up with pride. And neither one is healthy. You want to see yourself just as God sees you, recognizing that you have certain gifts and talents and abilities that nobody else has, and using those for God's purpose. And then the 10th quality of a leader's heart is this. A leader is secure enough to empower others. A secure leader is someone who's going to be able to empower someone else. 2 Timothy 2.2, this is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. This is four levels of passing it on from Paul to Timothy, from Timothy to uh, trustworthy people, and then from trustworthy people to others. And uh, that is God's plan for multiplication. It's that we continue to pass on uh, what we do and, uh, and what we know. And you, you can tell the strength of a leader by the people that they surround themselves with. Insecure leaders are always going to have weak leaders around them. They don't want anyone threatening them. They don't want anyone who's going to do, do it better than them. Strong leaders, though, are secure enough to bring other strong leaders around them who can challenge them, who uh, will be able to do great things. And uh, so, so be sure that you're not insecure in your leadership because insecurity is a limit. It's a lid on your leadership when you're trying to desperately hold on to your position. Um, and, and it's been said many times, uh, people say, it's lonely at the top. Maybe you've heard that. But whenever I hear that, I think, well, are you leading some others with you at the top? Are you bringing them to the top with you? Don't lead alone. Bring some other people around you. Don't feel like you've got to do it all yourself, but um, empower people and uh, encourage them to become better at what they do. And then the 11th quality of a leader's heart is this. Leaders live under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Did you know that as a follower of Jesus Christ that you are anointed? It's not some special thing for just a select few. It's for everyone who trusts in Jesus. As a follower of Jesus, you receive God's Holy Spirit in your life, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And at that moment when you trust in Jesus, you get all of God's Spirit. But I don't believe He always gets all of you. There may be parts in your life, parts in your heart that you've shut off from Him, and you need to allow God's Spirit to fill those areas of your life. In fact, Ephesians 5.18 says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. That's another discussion for another time. But it says, instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And He tells us to be filled with the Holy Spirit because as leaders, we leak. We receive the Holy Spirit, but I picture it kind of like a colander that is leaking and we're constantly being filled, but we also need to continually be filled with the Spirit. So one way you may have heard this said in Ephesians 5.18, the be filled is not just be filled one time, but it's be being filled continually every day, asking God's Spirit to fill every part of your life and remain connected with Him. And in that way, you're going to be a better leader, a more effective leader as you live in connection with God's Spirit and uh, His plan. Now, the twelfth quality of a leader is this, a leader's heart. A leader has chosen to be an example before 
he leads others. As a leader, you can never say, well, do what I say, not what I do. (laughs) No, you've got to practice what you preach. Uh, A leader is someone who's going to live out the reality of a heart that is right with God. As a leader, it's been said this, you've got to know the way, go the way, and show the way. Not just know it to tell others, but you've got to be walking in that way. And then you've got to be showing the way to others. Philippians 3.17 says, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. Can you imagine Paul saying, pattern your life after mine. Can you imagine you saying that? Can you imagine saying, if you want to be like Jesus, just do what I do? Well, that's an incredible pattern to follow. And so as leaders, we our lives are patterns for people to follow. And people will follow that, but you want to make sure that you are an example worth following. Not a perfect example. Um, and so when you make mistakes, you've got to be honest about that. And, uh, and yet you continually seek God, you continually grow through that as a leader. And in that way, you become an example for others. So this week, uh, I want to challenge you to focus on the disciplines in your life that you can apply so that you can develop a stronger heart and a stronger character in your life. Um, ask yourself, what can I do today that helps me to fulfill the purpose that God has given for my life. And today I want to do something special as we close. Uh, I want to close out in prayer. Before I do, let me just encourage you, if this has been helpful to you, uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud or whatever you listen to your podcasts on. And uh, and also I'd love to hear from you if you want to email me at uh, cole at theconnectionchurch.org. Uh, let me know uh, what issues that we can touch on, uh, leadership issues that we can talk about, and uh, just how this is helping you as you grow in in your leadership. All right, so thank you so much. Be sure also to share this uh, with others so that they can go on this journey with us. Now let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for showing us um, what it means to be a servant, to have the right kind of healthy heart. Show us how we can serve others in the same way that you served others, and you serve others. And we ask that you help us to strengthen our hearts in our character, in our attitudes that we have. And God, we ask right now, I ask that you would uh, just fill us with your spirit as we move forward, following after you and leading others as well. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.